Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Now to Trey Betty, brought to you by Asher Record Service. 501-562-2293. Family owned and operated since 1980. Asher Wrecker, dependable towing and vehicle recovery service. Ask for Asher. Good afternoon, Trey. Hey, guys. Hey, Trey Betty. Hey, Ray Tucker. Well, one tight end target down. Is Arkansas still looking for another tight end? I would, if I were, if it were me, I think I would still look for another one. Just, just because if you're going to run two tight end sets, I think it makes a lot of sense to have more tight ends. But uh, Varkey's Gums is certainly a good one. A four star transfer rating, which is always an important rating to see because you know the, this is a guy that was overlooked at. You know, he came out of Houston. He was overlooked in high school. Had an injury his junior year. I think that probably played a role in it. Uh, but you know, redshirted his first year, and then last year as a redshirt freshman, set records at uh, at North Texas for catches and uh, receiving yards for a tight end, and had five touchdowns on top of it. Also, so uh, goes about depends on who you talk to. Um, he's listed at six three, two thirty five. Um, I think Danny said his dad says he's actually gotten a little bit taller, about six four, about two forty. Um, but that's a guy you know that's been in college a couple of years he's been through weight programs uh, so you'd think that he'd be able to help you a little bit more you know up on the line of scrimmage uh, but he's a nice looking nice looking addition i still want him to get like you know 255 guy in there uh, also uh, to you know help him more in short yard and stuff but uh, this guy's certainly a nice addition and it's one of the areas that you know we've kind of identified that they need to you know need to address just because they have talent there but i think you know, without gums, the guys that were going to probably emerge to the top of the tight end room were probably going to be Shamar Easter and, and Luke Haas, definitely. We've seen him, obviously, this spring. Uh, and those guys, as talented as they are, they're still both true freshmen. And, you know, you just – spending a year or two in a college weight room is just different. And, uh, you know, you can – it definitely goes a long way as far as blocking and catching. Uh, I have no doubt that – Arkansas is going to have a strong, uh, strong tight end core. Uh, it's just the blocking that concerns me a little bit. I think you basically said it, but I'll, I'll ask it just, just in case, so to speak. Uh, this is an online tight end, correct? In line, yeah. Uh, I think that he could probably do all those things, Randy. I mean, he goes, like I said, six three, six four, two thirty five, two forty. Uh, so he's not just a hulking tight end, but, you know, he's a guy that probably can do a lot of things for you, um, probably in the similar mold as, as some of the guys that they have. Just, again, you know, he's been, you know, he's a couple years older than, than Lucas is. So um, I don't I don't know if I'd say, like, he's a guy that, you know, just, I, I think of inline tight end, I think 6'4", 6'5", mm -hmm. 255, 260, something like that. Savage, good afternoon. You have a question or comment for Trey. Hey, what's going on, fellas? Y'all doing all right? What's up, buddy? How are you? All oh, doing good. Now, Trey, you know, this is Arkansas-related and not Arkansas-related. You know, you look at the transfer portal with what's going on in Colorado. They're talking about a mass exodus of players leaving. But when you watch the spring game for Dion, man, the place is packed. I think, without a doubt, he's made that program better and they didn't play the football, football game. Mm -hmm. all right, but that being said... Sam Pittman is talking about you got to cater 
to the third string, the fourth string, the fifth string, just to keep these kids from transferring. But it's not a coach's job to go out and get the this NIL money. And uh, mm-hmm. I mean, how much catering do we have to do to these kids? I mean, well, you you do see some of that. I mean, you you are giving everybody a chance in the spring, even though you you might think a guy doesn't really have a chance to take over a starting job or something. You still see him run with the starting team, uh, with his first group, and and you know part of that is you can't just have starters on your football team. You've got to have backups. You've got to have reserves. You've got to ha- you just have to have that. And you know if you let somebody know that, and it's unfortunate that it, it works that way because you'd love to just be like, hey man, you're probably going to be third team with us. I hope that's okay with you. <laughs> you know, but you, you but aren't you because- hold- at some point aren't you holding somebody hostage though, Trey? Underneath the way this is set up? Absolutely. Absolutely you are. I mean, you're not, like, obviously, hostage is a strong word. But, uh, well, you know what I mean. You're trying, to coach you're, hand. you're trying to coach his hands when you put him in this position. There, there's not a right answer for this, but we, you start right. transferring. Well, I can't help you. Hit the, hit the yeah. door. You know, what do you now, do? I want to say this in Colorado's case, they don't have any choice but to, for players to leave because they're over. Mm-hmm. You know, they've got so many. They've got they brought in so many transfers. Uh, I don't know how they did it because they were over eighty five maximum in the spring. And well, he said he was bringing his up. luggage with him, Trey. <laughs> Fifteen. <laughs> he, he brought it. Fifteen Colorado players hit the transfer portal today. Yeah. So I think that they were, I think they were like thirteen over. So they had to have thirteen leave. Um, and then I right. think the plan is still to bring in more players out of the transfer portal, so they need more to go. Um, but that's just right. that's as massive a turnover as you're as you're ever going to see. But you're right. I mean, there's no good way to do it because you don't want you don't want a promising young backup to leave because he can go play somewhere else right away, or uh, you know any right. of those things. So it's it's difficult. It's a difficult thing to do. And Ray, I didn't hear you in the background. What's up, Ray? And I'm gonna get off here. Uh, let me tell you what. Uh, Colorado had 40,000-plus there on a cold, snowy day. And it, I, I saw something on Instagram with Chris Chris Fowler. Did, did ESPN air, air their spring game? It may have been ESPN+. Plus. Well, okay, here, here are first some. Year, there's a couple of reasons. First-year coaches can generally get about, you know, like 40,000 at a good program. Brett Bielma, I think, set the record 44,000 his first year. Um, Arkansas didn't have that many. I think I really think that part of the reason Arkansas didn't have a great turnout is because the weather. weather yeah. It was saying it was going to rain, you know, the whole time, and it didn't. It, it was great weather during the game. Immediately after it, it started raining and started hailing in different spot, different parts, and I think that affected the turnout. I don't think they would have had forty something thousand, but I think twenty thousand could have been realistic. Ohio State led the way. 75,122. And I should say also, programs like Ohio State, Alabama, Georgia, you know, that's, they're going to have a little bit different deal than, than most programs. Penn State, 68,000. Nebraska, 66,000. Alabama, 58,710. Tennessee, number five, 58,473. That's real strong for Tennessee. Number six, Oklahoma, 54,409. Georgia, number seven, 54,000. South Carolina, 51,000. That's a great number for South Carolina. Absolutely. Clemson at number nine, 50,000. 
Colorado, number 10, 47,277. USC, 33,427. And then Florida State at number 12, 33,107. Randy, what do you think Arkansas has? If there were, I'm going to gauge anywhere from 2,500 to no more than 5,000. Yeah, I wouldn't say more than five thousand. It was a it was a really, really low turnout. Again, I think the weather played part of that, but still, uh, that's that's about as low a turnout as I've seen for for a game. What do you do to change Ever. it, Trey? Was it, you, was the spring game on the same day, same day as the Arkansas Derby? No, no, no. The okay. Derby was I think the week week or two before, wasn't it? Yes. Um, it was the weekend of the tornado. It, yeah. Um, Pop it up, prop it up a little bit more. Maybe keep score. Um, I don't know. You had a concert (laughs) before. (laughs) You did all the inflatables and stuff. Um, You know, but uh, I don't know. It seemed like the right kind of weekend. You had Tennessee in town for baseball. Correct. Um, You know, you had softball. You had all the sports had. It seemed like it would be a good weekend. But, again, you know. They were calling for hail, and it was, I mean, there was a lot of cars. I know cars that got windows busted out uh, that night uh, or that afternoon because of uh, hail damage. So I think a lot of people were concerned about that. But um, still, you should have you should have 20,000 fans in there, you know. And, and if it's a new coach, you, just, you should have 40. I'm not good at counting. So uh, when we drove up, uh, they were still having the festivities in the uh, parking lot there in front of the Burles complex. I didn't see just an abundance of folks, uh, and that was youth, kid, slash oriented. I didn't see many kids out there and uh, mm-hmm. not that many parents. But they may have come and gone. You know, it's hard. <laughs> I don't, what started at 10, and we got there – I don't know, 11.30, somewhere in that range. Uh, just not that many folks were there. I'll tell you what was weird, Randy, is I had a hard time parking. Really? Yeah, I had to go park at a buddy's house that lived over on Palmer not too far away um, because I couldn't find a parking spot that was any closer than that. So I was kind of thinking, like, okay, well, maybe it's maybe it's an okay crowd. But, uh, yeah, it was definitely – it was it was a letdown, I thought, the number of people that were sure. In there. Sure, sure. Let's talk to Charlie. Charlie, good afternoon. You have a question or comment for Trey. Oh, yeah. What's up, Trey? How's it going? What's up, uh, Randy? Hi, y'all. What's up, Charlie? Good, Charlie. Well, uh, guys, I'm excited about the tight end that we brought in. I, I, you know, Trey, you called it. I, we expected it. And, uh, you know, obviously, when you're – I know we brought some young guys in, but you still want to have some experience there, there as well. And uh, with the team that's going to, you know, be a little bit more 12 personnel, maybe even 13 at times, mm-hmm. uh, you know, depending on if it's short yardage or whatever, I think you gotta you gotta do it. And uh, it was a good pickup, Trey. I wanted to ask you though, know, I know defensive tackle for you, a little bit of a concern, but with Canball coming back and Carter, if he's if he gets back to himself, is there any? And I know Gregory probably could play inside a little bit. You, you still think we got to go and try to get a get a get a guy there, and then mm-hmm. also, um, you know, as far as this team goes, I 
I tell you, I think we got the weapons. I do. Uh, we got the numbers. Uh, I don't know who's going to be the number one guy. I know Jaden was hurt and uh, hopefully he gets healthy and come back, but I know some of these young receivers have stepped up. I'm not worried about that. I'm not worried about KJ. I'm not worried about the running backs. But I, I wanted to ask you, you know, as far as, you know, left tackle, I'm a little bit concerned there, but I know they got young guys there. Um, is that something that they might would look at in the portal or are they set there? I know they like Kudis at right tackle. Do you think they feel good at left tackle or is that something that they might try to add here down the street? Anyways, I'll hang up listen. Thanks, guys. Thank you, Charlie. Well, I mean, I think on the offensive line, they need one or two guys. I think maybe two guys would, would make a lot of sense um, on the offensive line. Uh, Jaden Muskrat's probably the top guy uh, that you would say Arkansas is in real good shape with. Uh, he's more, to me, a center. He's from Oklahoma and played at, uh, at Bentonville West his senior year and went to Tulsa. Uh, I don't know if moving around got a – you know, he's not super tall. He's 6'3", but he played there as a true freshman and started for him. You know, he, he's one of those guys that wasn't highly regarded but got to college and, you know, kind of blew him away. Uh, but he's a guy that Arkansas has, has definitely targeted. Um, there's an offensive lineman from Maryland, uh, Colton Deary, who's also about the same, 6'3", 300 pounds or so. Uh, so I don't know if they're really – or maybe it just hasn't materialized where there's a tackle type, you know. But uh, I think that they've got answers with Devon Manuel, and I think he'll get a little bit heavier. I think he's probably 320-plus uh, when the season gets here. He's about 6'9", 310 now. He definitely dropped a ton of weight and needed to. He was like 390 when he first arrived a couple years ago. So, um, But I think they feel comfortable with him at left tackle. And then they can always move Brady Latham to left tackle. And I think they're a little heavy, you know, inside at guard in terms of numbers. And I know they love Patrick Kudis, like, from the day he stepped on campus. I know that they were like, this guy is going to be really good. So the fact that he, you know, and I think they realized that after the first scrimmage. Like, we, we might have to do something, at, you know, at tackle, maybe move Kudis out. Because I think they were thinking, you know, he can snap the ball, back up center, possibly the starting left guard if they – you know, move Latham out, and then I think they ended up just settling with uh, with Kudis at right tackle. But I think they feel good about him there. And, you know, they've got some really talented younger players. Um, Andrew Chambly, as we've said, you know, just needs a little bit more time, I think, get a little bit stronger. And Marion Harris. Marion has gone, you know, through quite a transformation in, in just a year. You know, he was – he was pushing like 380 or something, 6'7", 380 when he first arrived. And so he's down to 297 now, which is pretty dramatic weight loss. So wow. kind of a strip him down, strip the weight off, and then build it back up. Um, and, you know, I think maybe next year we'll be seeing him, you know, push a little bit stronger. Uh, and you still have Takias Crawford, too. I think it also – I think Takias is a guard. I, I don't I don't think he's a, he's a tackle. Um, so I think bringing in a couple of guys – Muskrat, Deary would probably be the two guys to keep an eye on. Uh, defensive tackle, I think it's time to to bring in one more. Uh, I think they they did uh, you know good things getting in Tank Booker, six four, three twenty, ninety one transfer rating. So he's a four star uh, from Maryland, and you know you got you you got him in the fold. That gives you a solid four deep. You know, but. Players get banged up. We see it every year. You know, last year, Eric Gregory was banged up towards the end of the year. Torian Carter was banged up the whole year. 
Um, um, Marcus Miller has been banged up off and on his entire career. Uh, so you need and, and Cam Ball's banged up right now, you know. So um, you definitely need to make sure you can get as many of those guys as you can. If there were four guys out there and they were quality players, you're almost just like, go get them if you can, you know. So uh, I would say one more defensive tackle in addition to Anthony Booker, and they'll be solid there. Tony, good afternoon. You got a question or comment for Trey? Yes, Randy. I uh, he pretty well answered some of it. I was going to ask him, who else do you think we'll get in the portal, and how many uh, can we sign? How many more can we sign since we got this tight end? And uh, you know, I know we're needing. Uh, ain't we need another a safety and a linebacker? And I'll just hang up and listen. Let him talk about that. You guys have a good and God bless. Thank you, Tony. Yeah, again, you know, this is Danny West's work that I'm just regurgitating, but uh, they've got 78. That's actually my work doing the, doing the scholarship distribution, but the names I'm going to give you are, are Danny. Uh, but they've got 78 scholarship players, so they've got room for seven more right now unless somebody else enters, and then that would give them another, obviously. Uh, but in the late period, they've got Jaheim Singletary, Tank Book, Booker, and Barkey's Gum. Uh, okay, uh, Gums with an S. So they've got those three guys already committed for the late portal window, if you want to call it that. And, you know, Jaheim Thomas is another guy to keep an eye on, a linebacker out of Cincinnati, big linebacker, 6'4", 245. Um, that would be a nice addition. It, it, you know, it's not a huge linebacker core, so it, you might, you know, get a little versatility there, get a little bit bigger guy. Uh, we mentioned the two offensive linemen. Uh, Br- Brendan Gant is another guy to look at at safety out of Florida State. Obviously, Arkansas has some connections there, so that would be a guy to really keep an eye on, I think. Um, you know, and then Anthony Wilson out of Georgia Southern, Corey Robertson, uh, Robertson out of uh, a defensive tackle out of Oklahoma, and Eddie Kelly out of UCF or a few of the other guys. And Danny's got a long breakdown, you know, just talking about some of the possibilities, just a little bit more in depth and where Arkansas stands on him, but – uh, those would be some guys to watch. Just to kind of go over it again, what I think they need, I think they need um, two safeties, okay? Uh, I don't know who those guys are. I mentioned one of them. I mentioned another that's uh, probably a little, you know, you'd say he's cool uh, right now. Not a lot is developed, but two safeties, another linebacker, another defensive lineman, one, two offensive linemen, and a tight end, and that would be the seven right there of the remaining. Um, Numbers-wise, you could probably use a wide receiver. I don't know if it's super important right now because you have a lot of guys battling at the top. It's not like you have a few guys and then a bunch of young guys that are inexperienced. Um, I mean, everybody, I guess, technically is inexperienced for Arkansas because they most of the top guys are gone from last year, but you've got some older players that transferred in. Um but numbers-wise, I'd like to see them have two more wide receivers. So they've got some pretty good walk-on uh, wide receivers. So, you know, that's the main thing, I think, is, you know, again, getting through practice, having three deep out there, uh, being able to, to practice pretty pretty easily. So um, as long as you've got, a, you know, some quality walk-ons there, I think that'll help, and it's not maybe a priority to go out and get wide receivers right now. I'll squeeze these in real quick. Hog fan on our Asher Record Service Company live feed feedback says spring game now. 
Little Rock caught so much crap because the turnout when it was sleeting and freezing temperatures. Fayetteville needs to do better. It was freezing cold. Um, it was also Chad Morris's first year, so there's you know going to usually be a lot more excitement with the first year. Um, but yeah, that was it. Was just not it was just not a very good turnout. It was, I would say it was a disappointment. The turnout again, you know, I think the threat of some of the the thunderstorms and stuff was was big. You know, it's the Little Rock game was just freezing cold. <laughs> but uh, that was also the beginning of the fire drill that was under Chad Morris. I never seen something so disorganized as that oh, spring yeah. game. Oh my goodness. Yeah. I think it froze my brain. All right, Trey, we'll <laughs> talk with you tomorrow. That's Trey Biddy of Hogsports.com. Being brought to you by Asher Record Service Company.